You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478-4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. Like, this Ollie's bargain bin place, it had, uh, like, 20-foot high rugs, man. That stuff was... There were some big rugs, man, like massive museum style and then they had just variety but all of them were ugly because uh, i'm converting my office fitness room into like a lounge i want to i want to make it a library li- library 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 slash drinking slash very occasional maybe a cigar but sitting area that's what i'm going for here just a little, little, little sitting area, a little sitting room, perhaps mm-hmm. a, a little re- coffee table. No, no TV. Well, I have a living yeah, room uh, with a TV yeah, and a the couch. Big, that's true. You got a big living room, but I could have a more refined sitting area in my office slash den slash library. Even though I don't read, I'll just listen to audiobooks in there. <laughs> You'll just have, but you'll definitely have the bookshelf full of books. Just to make I it do have right. a good supply of books. I actually bought a book yesterday, but it was just a. Ooh, what'd you buy yesterday? So it's a throwback to my childhood. It's called Aesop's Fables. You know anything about that? I do not know anything about uh, that. So you know, like the tortoise and the hare. Okay, yeah, that's a fable. Okay, so it's just a bunch of the there is a hidden moral of the story. Yeah, I know what a fable is. And they're kind of you know what a fable fables are. Do you play Fable Three? I got the Xbox. Do you play Fable video games? Great games, but uh, I did play a little bit with Lane actually one time, dude. Fable Three, one of the most fun I've ever had in a video game co-op. We could we could turn Fable Three on right now and play the whole thing through. It just take us like eight to sixteen hours. It would not take any time at all, really. It'd be great though, so fun. Um. But yeah. So uh Zach, how's it going? Pretty Very well. Moody Sports Show. Pretty well, pretty well. Uh welcome in everyone. Dan, we were just in a heated debate about disc golf. Well, Dude. not a debate. That was not heated debate at all. It was more of no. a it's more of just a informative conversation. But uh trying to trying to talk a little disc with Zach. Zach trying to get into the disc lately. Oh, here's the thing. People are like you disc golf. It's like, okay, okay now. I know I don't go every time. I've been a good, what, 10 to th- 20, 30 times with y'all? I don't yeah. know. I've played a lot of disco. I just don't play very consistently, but I'll get out there now. Hey, yeah. man. He's sling, sling a disc occasionally, but like, and it's it's just, you know, it was not something I would say we were doing all that seriously, but like, of late, the past definitely, me and like, definitely me, Andy, Lane have been very pretty, like, we played very consistently the past like tw- two years, I would say, like, Especially during the summer, we're playing five, six times a week or something like that. But That's uh, nice. but yeah, it's it's just it's a fun, quick way to get outside, do a little walk in, and like, man, I enjoyed doing the tournament. We the the whole conversation sort of inspired up from Zach letting me know one of his work coworkers joining a tournament, uh, first tournament coming up, which is very exciting. Good luck in it. Oh yeah. Um, but. Uh, and like I was talking to Zach about doing the tournament with the, and like how it was something where like I do wish like I had gotten into it a little earlier in my life uh, but it's something I didn't realize that like you know there was tournaments happening and like disc golf really wasn't like I said it somebody 
you go back prior to the pandemic, probably like five to six years ago, disc golf was definitely considered to most people just a bunch of dudes throwing a Frisbee <laughs> in a park. Man, there's so much you can do with a Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee is some of the most fun I've ever had. But in terms of a less intense situation, oh my gosh, great drive here uh, in the background. World but, champion. Uh, world, that was wild. Chris uh, Tatar. Uh, but anyways, disc golf, I mean, walk in the park. It's no walk in the park, actually. It is a... Some of these courses are definitely not a walk. Some of these courses would put you through a test. Pretty sick, though. It's but That's fun. a variable. And um, uh, so many damn trees playing disc golf, man. That is the one unfortunate thing I've run into. Love a tree. Don't love Don't a tree. Don't love a tree. Here's the thing. In, in ball golf, you'll get some tree love sometimes. That thing comes off. A lot can happen. Trees a lot bigger than a disc. You send a hurling disc through the air and it hits a chunk of wood. Guess what it does? It dies and it goes straight. Sometimes down. you can get a nice little kiss you off a tree. You can get some tree, some love, tree love, but I'm but saying you get denied by a tree just hitting the front of it most of the time. But yeah, yeah it's uh, it like it's actually you said the ultimate frisbee. Like, uh, it's actually intriguing in the MPO, the professional pro tour right now, uh, Brody Smith, uh, they're playing in Waco right now for the pro tour event this weekend, uh, final day today. Uh, and Brody Smith is actually, he was up sort of towards the top of the card. Um, and that's actually an intriguing thing. Andy and I were talking about it and like, uh, sort of the idea that some people may not be thrilled with Brody having some success at the start of the season here lately. Like, you know, some people aren't exactly into the ultimate frisbee transition over stuff. Which, yeah, yeah here's you know. the th- don't. I, okay, I am a devout Brody fan. I will go on the line because as a child, he blew my mind with trick shots. So it's not just that he's an ultimate frisbee guy. He's like he's just he just he spent a lot of time on the the frisbee as a object. He's, yeah, he, like he's not just some douche from Ultimate who's just super athletic. He, I mean, he's a big guy, but here's the thing. Brody, he lost like 40 pounds this offseason. He's been working on his body. He's putting his game together. He's getting serious. He's getting older. Stop hating on the man. Just because he might rise to the top, and I hope he like becomes like a superstar and goes kind of dominant with it as like, I don't know how much longer Paul's going to stick around. Paul has years, and like there's, there is, uh, and this is Macbeth, something that is, yeah, Paul Macbeth. This is something you're seeing with uh one of the older players, Nate Sexton, who's been in the game a long time, and like he is definitely w- still great player overall. But like just with how young the players are getting, how far like people are throwing now and stuff, like it is something where you're seeing him. He's choosing which pro tour events he's playing in, certainly for the MPO division. And he's playing the 40-plus division, which there's a 40-plus division in all tournaments. Um, And so you're able to, like, Paul could easily start doing that, where, like, he's picking and choosing, just sort of like you see with Tiger Woods in pro golf, where he can pick and choose which tournaments he comes into just because he's feeling up for it. And like if he if Paul wants to sit there and play some MPO forties, he can play the MPO forty or he can play in the MPO. Uh, you know, but at the same time, like I don't know exactly what the like what exactly would be considered like old for disc golf. Like you really are throwing a disc. Yeah, how, I mean how it, long what's like old for a golfer? Well, I mean, you have guys like Tom Watson who came back and won the Masters in his, like, 50s. Exactly. And Tiger's pushing 50. Exactly. And Tiger's usually a betting favorite on Masters weekends just because of who he is type thing. 
And uh, I mean, Phil Phil's driver is. Phil's drives are longer than they're like Phil ever guys, have. Phil I mean, signed him, and Phil signed that massive contract with Liv just because he's the first Stewart name sink. out. Hit the and, ball straight, lay up, sink, and that's it. And that's so that's my thing I is like golf. you could see Paul McBeth playing in the Pro Tours events for the next twenty years or something. You know, I don't know exactly how old. Years. I don't know exactly how old he is, but and I think with Brody, like it is something to be said, man. Like Brody is at the point where he's been playing strict disc golf for a Pro Tour two years now, like. He he's gotten to the point where like you're going to start seeing him. Have I that I have this image in my head of him becoming like a juggernaut if he reaches his full potential. There's a well, so, and like I think this is a year where I thought I just said, because of what I've seen him do with a trick shot. Well, that I, is solely based off YouTube videos that I loved as a kid. I said it last year, and I think it's it's somewhere like this could be. I think this is a year where you could see Brody win a tournament. I think you see a lot of... Like, He's never won a tournament? I, no, he's not won a, a pro tour, tour event. Who wins them? The same guys all the time? It's a lot of... Like, consistently Simon Lazat. You get a lot of like Kevin Jones... Or not Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones has been on the dry spell a bit. Calvin. But Calvin, yeah. Calvin went on a dry spell for a while, and then last year he broke through and he won a couple events. And then he just won, uh, right? You see a lot of like Chris Dickerson was one where, like, two years ago and in the beginning of last year, you saw a lot of wins out of him. Um, but, yeah, it's it's Eagle. Eagle, when Eagle's healthy, McMahon. feeling good. McMahon, bro. I love the especially, last name McMahon. Just well, especially now with wrestling. Eagle. Eagle, with him being able to throw right and left hands and can work in a forehand when That's he needs wild. it. Like, Eagle could potentially be the biggest threat. On Have you ever card. thrown lefty? I've tried it a few times, but, like, I can't do anything with my left hand, dude. My writing goes from like good writing to like one letter fits on a page. You ever brush your teeth with your left hand? Nope. It helps uh keep your brain neural pathways open. Yeah, I need to really open up. Try that. I need to start working with the left hand some more. Dude, all, you like, need to, all you need to do is start brushing your teeth with your left hand. As America. a person who I struggle to get a good flick on a forehand and good distance, like if I could figure out how to throw a left left hand backhand, like it would absolutely change the game for me because now I could play those shots, the, the the holes that are sitting on the right side, you know, finish off to the right side. I can now just play a left-hand backhand rather than try to have to throw a regular backhand and, like, make it do what it's not really supposed to do. You know what I mean? Um, I, I just need to get myself a little sheet of paper, uh, write down what disc do what. Yep. And then just work. And on there's that. a. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a forehand guy just because it's more fun to me than doing backhands. Well, and there's uh, some but there's to be gonna said. be times I should. You gotta be doing throw. Backhands. You gotta throw a backhand sometimes. Like that's why like figuring out a forehand is useful. But like same time, if you can, if you struggle with a forehand and you figure out how to throw a left hand backhand, you can do a forehand right there. That's a the, left the hand backhand thing. sounds so insulting. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an extra little insult if you're slapping well, somebody. You can like grab a left glove, hand backhand. You grab a glove and whip somebody in the face. That's a left hand backhand. Oh, backhand, backhand. <laughs> um. So yeah, but I think I think as far as Brody, I think Brody's put in the time to be considered like purely just on the a pro disc golfer at this point. I don't yep. think he's the ultimate guy or anything. And but yeah, the D- disc golf pro tour is going to continue to get bigger and bigger. <laughs> It's going to continue to, uh, I mean. We're going to see your name on those lists one day, Danny. No, no, you won't. You but just got to become a sniper. I have decided I will be signing up for a tournament on April 11th in Anderson. So that, uh, That's not where the last one was. No, it was not. last one was out at Tiger River. Uh, that's in Spartanburg? 
Duncan area, I guess Duncan, you would call it. Greer? Yeah, Greer, something like that. But, uh, and then, but yeah, I'll be playing at the Trails in Anderson, so get some work in there before the tournament comes up. I'll meet y'all at Dolly Cooper whenever you want to. We played, we played Dolly Cooper on Friday. I tried to, I was hoping you could get out there, but it was fun. I was, I was in the middle of something. That's but, good. No worries. Mm. Um, so, but this golf pro tour in Waco this weekend, moving day was yesterday. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, I'm just glad that I'm glad to have disc golf pro tour back. It always makes me, I'm like sitting here watching and it always makes me want to go play, but now it's rainy and we can't go today, Zach. So we're Dang recording it. a podcast. Dang it. Uh, sports wise, we've had some quarterback news. Derek Carr? Derek Carr. Not that big of news. I mean, whatever. Derek uh, Carr what is kind of good, though. Derek Carr is good. So. Eh. The Raiders um, should have been better than they were, man. I know they like to say front office, yada, yada. I mean, the Raiders were good for like a hot second when Derek Carr busted on the scene and had a 4,000 yard. He was pretty good. I mean, he's a gunslinger. He's got a little farve in him, and you elbow the guy next to you. But uh, <laughs> I, I do that all the time. But uh, he's got a little farve in him. But I just think <laughs> – I don't know what's going on with the Saints right now. They just haven't been good since Drew Brees left. They haven't been good since Drew Brees left, but they've been working with no quarterback. They got a quarterback now. Jameis Winston is not the quarterback that you need. Like, that's just not it. 5,000-yard Jameis, 30-interception Jameis. Come on now. Well, do you? I actually did hear. Do you think Jameis is going back to Tampa Bay now? That sounds ridiculous to me, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sure, bad teams do shit like that. Like, the Hornets went back to their old coach. Mm-hmm. We signed Steve Clifford back. Bad teams will take you back just because they're bad teams. Speaking of bad teams, holy Toledo. The Bears traded the first pick to the Carolina Panthers, dude. So we're geographically somewhat obligated. You claim to Atlanta. Talk, we you have claim. to. I do not. We do this every podcast. Like, because every it's, a, it's an ongoing podcast. issue. It's an ongoing issue. I do issue. not have an NFL team. I'm I don't not either. Atlanta fan. <laughs> so we're going to be Panthers fans, man. They have the number one. <laughs> no, I'm not a Panthers fan. Please. I've, I've, I feel I have like a moral guilt <laughs> and not about not being a Panthers fan. Why? Because, understand. dude, it's NFL. It's the best league in the world, exactly. and no, I don't see, give a here, shit about one guilt. team. I'm going to fix your guilt right now. You ready? And this is for all the Panthers fans I'm who excited. out there I'm who feel guilty because they're not. No. You were guilt. a fan. Yeah. You were a fan. When it was Jake, the Dell homie, dude. and he was slinging to Steve Smith, and Steve Smith was the baddest mother out there talking all the trash to everybody. Dude. God want Anita to have a get a When you had homie. Julius Peppers... Laying people out on that defense. Daniel had the poster of him kicking through a brick wall. Julius Peppers is Julius awesome. Peppers, man. That was when you were a Carolina Panthers fan. And you paid them every due that they were <coughs> you owed them while doing that. And they didn't do anything with it. Mm-mm. And then they blew it all up, Zach. I was. I not, have no. You have no responsibility to be a Panthers fan any longer. You I was, are obligated, not obligated. Here's the thing, and Pretty I and I didn't like Cam Newton in college. Specifically, here's one example. Another throw, reason I don't like the Panthers. Week two, <laughs> week two, Clemson versus Auburn. Cam Newton's only year or starting year. His he was his Heisman year, right? He won the Heisman, but uh, Clemson was up like twenty eight to seven at halftime, man, or twenty four to seven. And Auburn came all the way back and beat them on the last second. We gave them that game. We gave Auburn that game. 
And that was the year they went on the what did, did Cam Newton win the national championship? Yeah. Yes. So that's my point here. Clemson was better than Auburn that year. We gave we we crapped that game away and they went on the win but, the natty. But which they had is Cam wild. Newton. They had a player that But everything's fine. We won two more after that. That's fine. <laughs> we don't. We're not too caught up on it anymore. But anyways, I didn't like Cam Newton in college because he is also kind of a mega douche. And uh, the Panthers drafted him. I was like, okay, we might actually be good. Made it to a Super Bowl. Got embarrassed. He fumbled on the first drive. But uh, that, fell that from there. Denver defense was amazing, and Von Miller at his peak. But and I was mad the day they drafted McCaffrey. Who drafts a running back eighth overall? We know McCaffrey's great, but like. We need those defensive linemen like we're talking about that made the team in the past. You don't need a running back. You can pick up a running The whole point of running backs is you can just put anybody back there. Well, the question if is, if you have a good offensive line. To the, with them taking the number one pick, are they going to, I feel like more likely you're going to get a They're taking Bryce Young. They're taking, or are they Bryce taking or Anthony just, Richardson? Or are they taking C.J. Shroud? I and listen. So here's the, I was, you know more college than me. I got very heated on the fact of like the idea they're going to move up to one to you, take Anthony Richardson. Y'all need to stop this now. Stop fooling yourselves. I don't think Anthony Richardson's going to be the passing could come. The obviously the athletic measurables are exciting, but you're going to draft up the number one, lose all that capital you just had for Anthony Richardson for Bryce Young. Is Bryce Young that good, dude, or is he just another Alabama Bryce, quarterback? Bryce Young is fine, but yet again, guys, we saw we saw it with Bryce Young on every game he lost in his college career. If you can get to him. He's going to struggle because he's not tall enough. And guess what? They get to the quarterback of the NFL. He's fine. C.J. Stroud, he's going to be really freaking good. He's probably the best quarterback amongst the draft. But the idea that we're going to draft Anthony Richardson just because of his combine, because of the measurable. Do you know who else had a great combine? Who? Stetson Bennett. Is he number one pick? Is he going to be the number one quarterback drafted in the NFL? No, because he threw to a wide open receiver in a dome stadium in tights. And it looked good. Great. I'm not impressed. You know what Anthony did, Richardson did last time? He had a football helmet on and he was on a football field with football players. He went nine for 16 for like 100 yards and an interception against Florida State or something like that. Maybe maybe a touchdown to interception. He's not great, guys. He's just not. Don't take him number one. I don't think don't Bryce do Young's it. that good, man. Don't do it. Just take C.J. Stroud. It should be C.J. Stroud. Really? Oh, my God. What happened last time you saw C.J. Stroud on the field? I don't know. <laughs> he nearly beat Georgia oh. Oh, yeah. in the playoff game single-handedly. Other than the fact that Ryan Day doesn't want to run a football. He was really good in that game. He was great. They just didn't run the football. Which this is, is not a complex Which is thing. back to my point. It's not complex. Why are we going... Just get an offensive lineman. Get the, get the best offensive lineman out there, which I don't know. Get the, I w- is, is it really worth taking Bryce Young? Guys. They, they lost like two first-round picks. Move up to number one. DJ Moore and a they it was like a first round, a second round, a third DJ Moore just to move up eight spots. That, that, you could have been there at nine with the potential to draft CJ Stroud, or you could have been with the potential to draft Stetson Bennett at nine. Don't take Stetson Bennett at nine. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're at nine, just take Stetson Bennett in the second round. Is CJ Stroud really this player, yeah. or is 
Bryce Young really this player that no. you needed to trade up eight spots to get? Because no. you want to know who they traded up to get. Who? And Anthony, it's still, Anthony Richardson? It, no, it's the consensus number one pick that's been the consensus number one pick since literally the day one of the mock drafts. It's Jalen Carter. I'm not worried. Guys, you, he has a racing ticket right now. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that we're gonna, y'all think that's going to stop him from being number one pick is a racing ticket currently. I understand there's a lot of other imp- things that happen around that, but it's not like the media keeps presenting the story with the headline of Jalen Carter involved in death incident of Georgia player. He was racing. He was speeding in his car. They were speeding in another car. Jalen Carter currently has a speeding ticket, basically. Reckless driving. Like, that's what I'm saying. This is it's going to be Jalen Carter. He's a massive freak of nature on the on defensive line. Mm-hmm. It's Jalen Carter, and th- that's just sort of now. That being said, maybe it is CJ Stroud. Maybe they're going to get a little wild. Maybe it is Bryce Young. But that'd be wild. I don't think they got Jalen Carter one. I think Jalen Carter's your number one pick. I just think it is how it is. That being said, I do think one man who had a great combine because of measurables is Darnell Washington because that man's just a freak of nature. He moved the sled on the block. Like, I think just pure blocking ability. He, he moved so up he, So here's, here's He my, moved the sled farther than offensive line. Here's wide. my gripe with this whole thing. So, impressive, yes. And then I saw that there was that clip that went via our Instagram that was uh, Darnell pushing the sled, and yep. it picked up and went backwards, and it was the other tight ends, and they were struggling. Flashback to my high school days. We had a sled. And I, don't, I guess it's not every sled's created equal, but, like, you'd be tired, and I had a coach, like, yell at me because I, like, hit the sled, and I didn't, like, push it backwards. He's like, you can't even push the sled backwards. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, dude, I'm, bro, this shit is hard. You get down here and it's do It's a large metal And here's object. the thing. It's, like, it's not like I was some, like, ma- like I was, I was, like, fat. I was just big at that point. I wasn't, like, strong at all. And I was like, come on, man, dude. Like, I'm trying, dog. I'm super tired. I held on to that one. There's a few moments you don't forget, and I held on to that one. Well, and so this is another thing, and I was uh, talking about with somebody, is... uh, I saw these tight ends struggle. I was like, what? (laughs) So they're doing... The tight ends are doing the sled. That makes sense somewhat. But, like, the 40-yard dash... Why do we have the offensive lineman running the forty yard dash sack? So I believe I, I know what you're gonna say here. There was like a, there was even one clip of one lineman like pulling his hammy. No, like, no, no. Tore his ACL. Whoops. So And tore, then came back and did most bench reps of an offensive lineman the next day. Yeah, well, that's fine. He's and a wild he, man. I mean, you but, do need you do yeah. need you do need some leg drive to help yeah. with your bench, but I mean it is what blew it is. his ACL out. Yeah, but uh doing a forty. For what? I know what you're saying. Why do these big guys need to be testing their full speed? I get it. I get it. Is this really that practical? I heard uh, Golick, Mike Golick, say it should be a they should do a 10 yard dash yes. instead of a 40 to see their get off time and stuff, or maybe even a 20 yard dash because a little bit of run blocking downfield. But the thing is, they're not running when you're run blocking, yards. you're not sprinting like that. You're no. not. You're not sprint. That it's not like that. You're like more stomping the ground, making sure you're still keeping your feet in the ground while getting the space have quickly. A good firm base. You can't get. Yeah, you can't get lit up because if you're top heavy, if you're light on your toes, you're gonna get lit up. You got to yep. be under. The low man wins in football. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what. The low man wins, except on a jump ball. The high man wins. But <laughs> it's uh the low man always wins, and uh, you just got to keep that leg drive. So you got. You're more 
on the prowl. You're not sprinting as fast as humanly possible forward. So I understand the injury risk. But also, if you're going to blow that AC out, man, avail- the best ability is availability. So we got to see the guys whose bodies are resistant and not going to get hurt That's just running 40 yards forward. Like, like, come on now. Like, I, I'm a guy who's torn my ACL twice, and I'm saying that. It's like, I, it sucks it happened. But the thing is, I should be able to full sprint 40 yards forward, no problem, and not get hurt. If the only time you're ever running is for the combine, that's kind of like an indictment on you as an athlete. If you're a big guy, you should still be testing your sprint speed forward. It shouldn't be just this random thing you're doing, trying to run as fast as you can forward. You should be doing that somewhat frequently for just athleticism's point. And you can't just be a fat ass who's eating triples well, at the food buffet and then coming out here and just thinking you're going to be a great lineman and an athlete at the next level. But they have drills like this. They have the, they have literally the exact same drill where, like, I watched it, where they start out, they're on a block of somebody who's not clearly acting, like, trying to get around. Yep. But, you know, they're running. They shed the block, and the one I saw, the dude, like, tossed a full... Dude, whoever... I feel bad whose job it is to go to the combine that day. Like, all right, bud. You're on offensive line blocking, blocking duty. He's like, great, man. He's just getting chucked by large dudes all day. And so he got tossed, and then he sprints out, and then sprints up. I'm like, that's it. That, that's literally what you need. Why are we doing the 40-yard dash with them? You know? just doesn't make sense. Exactly. I mean, I get it. But I also like the argument that you should not get hurt running forward. Yeah. But that's fair. it is an intense activity. So it is what it is. Well, and like... There's something to be said. Look at us telling these athletes what to do. It may have just been overstressed where he ran 35 yards. I was like, dang, this ACL just ran 35 yards with a lot of weight. Maybe it gave out a little bit. That's the the thing, man. That's the thing. You start getting heavy. But things start popping, popping. But that being said, before we get out of the NFL draft coming up in April, I think like mid-April, I think April second weekend, something like that. Um, But uh, Aaron Rodgers. Came out of the darkness. It's been like two weeks, I guess, out of the darkness in the light. He still has not seen the light, though, because he still doesn't know exactly what he's doing. He has not say it's not. And he lives anybody. in Wisconsin. He lives in Wisconsin, the darkest state in all of America. All of the states. Um, Speaking of dark, time went back. This time morning. just looked back. So oh, we're going to have some longer days here. Yeah. Is that how it works? Yes, we're in longer days, which means I get to play a little disc golf after work now, which is awesome. That's <laughs> what night. I love. At night, <laughs> technically, but the light's out. At night. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, still in talks with the Jets. And the, 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 I really all hope he the, goes there. All the reports are that it's done. And I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? If it's done, it's not. It should be reported he's there, but he's not being reported. So Zach... Do you believe like Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are for sure a I sure so. deal? I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I hope they just get her done. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers' Jets jersey would be sick. <laughs> and uh, me and my brother had this talk. So have you ever thought about if you were from New York, which team would you be a fan of? Cause you oh, got, I mean, you're obviously question. Bills Mafia. but uh, I'm a Bills guy. I'm a Mafia <laughs> guy. Give New me York. a table. Buffalo, I'm just New- closer to where I need to be. Me and my brother agreed. <laughs> Just because of who we are, we would pro. I like the Giants for the Michael Strahan Tiki Barber years. That's cool. But me and my brother agreed we would have been Jets fans. We the green and we white is a dope color the scheme. Worst team of the three. I think the Jets green and white's a good color scheme too. Though. Oh yeah, it's it's awesome actually. And uh, I think we would have been Jets fans. So I I low key like the Jets, man. Low so uh, 
and they're a bad team, and I find myself cheering for bad teams. <laughs> so come join the Sharks with me. No, I'm joking. Anyway, they're on a run, man. They're, they're, not really. Been not I mean, really. They have like they've, they've lost wins. like they've lost like three straight lately. So they had, but one it's good, all right. They had one good win. They had like, like one. They had like good winning streak that was a total of like four wins in a row. And that may have been like the biggest point of the Speaking season. Speaking of four wins in a row, Hornets really turning it on here at Ooh. the end of the season when it doesn't matter. When it doesn't matter, guys, stop. This isn't how you take for Wimbledon. They're already out of the, <laughs> the top out, three. They're they're doing. They the have like twenty two wins and they're trying to win and then there's a uh, three teams with like 20 or less and it's the top three teams to get the highest three odds in the lottery so we're already like pretty much assuring ourselves we're gonna be in that second tier so the of hornets, odds for one banana hornets doing the classic maneuver but they're clearly the fourth worst team in the league n- the worst thing in all of sports is being irrelevant and that is Currently what's we happening. get hate for some reason, bro. I think it's just because of Michael Jordan. If we didn't have Michael Jordan, no one would hate. No, it's not the hate. I'm not hating. I'm just saying they're like Michael Jordan's a bad owner. No, he should sell the Hornets. Oh, I'm there like, you go. Yeah, people would hate on that for sure. And I'm like, come on now, dude. He's like the only thing that makes us somewhat cool besides the fact that we have the, the, best, sh- yeah, the best uniforms in the league. The Charlotte's best, hard the to like get a superstar to come sign for Charlotte if you don't. That's have why Lamelo's a big deal. Lamelo is a superstar. And then Miles Bridges, unfortunately, which he's going to play for us next season. So Miles Bridges is back. And then uh, Mark Williams is a great pickup from Duke, longest wingspan in the league, and he was coming on right now. Speaking of coming on, dude, Nick Claxton, next georgia player. Dude, my dog. Greenville, South Carolina. Dude, repping your boy is real, though. Dude, you have to rep Nick Claxton if you listen to this podcast because you're most likely in Greenville. And – He's a Greenville boy in the he's NBA good. who's a legitimate starter. He's he's, good. he's a great defender, and he's putting his offense together. I mean, here's what here's my opinion on if you're seven foot tall. Dunk the ball. Dunk the be, ball. Just be good at layups and he's, dunking. You don't need he, to do anything else on offense. He's not the most physical guy. He can guy, jump, he's, he's a little like, slim. And so that's the thing is he struggles sometimes to dunk. But like that being said, that man, dude. he can get buckets, and he, his defensive ability, dude, out of this world, blocking oh all gosh. day, and Nick I think, Claxton is your dude. I think the fact that you got Kevin Durant out there, you get Kyrie out there, now they're looking for somebody to have control of the ball. Now Mikkel it's like Bridges, a, that's Mikel and Nick Claxton dude, gang, right? That's here. a cool little duo. I'm not I like that. Lie. I like that. That's a good call out. I respect dude, that. You gotta There's respect like, Nick Claxton. He cut the dreads. And uh, he's just out there, dude, doing it for G Vegas, bro. The dogs got three dudes out there, right? Yeah, Anthony now, right? Edwards, I love Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards, the Ant Man. That's your guy. That Contavius uh, Caldwell, uh, Caldwell. KCP, just KCP. Say KCP. You're <laughs> fucking yeah. Love Casey. That's a long time ago. Though. That's like dude, that's before the thing I about, was watching dogs. That's basketball. the thing about Clemson. We literally had a we had some guys with a cup of coffee. But uh, okay. Trevor Booker's obviously so, the best. Just a cup of Joe here, real quick. I don't remember Horace Grant. You know the name Horace Grant from the Bulls. I've heard the he name he played Horace with Michael Grant. on the Bulls, and he also played on the Magic, like with Penny Hardaway and Shaq. But uh, he wore goggles, and he was a power forward. And then uh, the only other NBA player we have that's done anything is Trevor Booker. Trevor Booker's a legitimate starter for on the Wizards, and he also ended up in Brooklyn. You know who Trevor Booker is? Remember Trevor Booker? Yes, I do. NBA Trevor Booker, lefty. He would throw down lefty dunks all the time. And then, uh, yeah, man, it's just been kind of hard for the old Clemson basketball players to make it to the next level. But Georgia. Dog's got a couple guys in there. And uh, I think 
you have the potential of like if Cario Quindo from the Dogs this year comes back and has like a really good year next year, he has some potential to maybe like get a draft, like be a low draft pick or something. But like, yeah, the Dogs have got a couple guys in, and like I think Anthony Edwards is a star. Too. Anthony Edwards is the dude. Like, and that's one where, where like you know I got from. Anthony Edwards, I do not. I want to say he's a like a possibly from a Georgia. He's from the South. Yeah, he's. I think he's a Georgia boy. Let's look it up. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I dogs dogs definitely have some guys out there in the NBA, and I you know I really just wish the Hawks would draft one. I would love to be able like I'm going to get an Anthony Edwards jersey at some point, but it's just. I would love to get a Hawks Anthony Edwards jersey. <laughs> he's from Atlanta, bro. I was about to say, yeah, he's a Georgia boy. So that's a, that's right down the road too, man. He was supposed. I actually do think it was a big deal when he chose Georgia over like Georgia Tech. I think it was sort of a big well, deal. Well, I, think I mean, thought, come on. Thought, I think they thought he was going to go Georgia Tech. George, I mean, I would write if I was from Atlanta, I go to Georgia. And first off, I don't have the grades to get into Georgia Tech. So freaking nerds, nerds. Um, and uh, NBA wise, Zach, anything else that has uh, caught your eye? We're getting towards the back. Lakers, you know, back Lakers the team here. chemistry. That's what they're all gloating on social media right now. LeBron out for a couple more weeks, I'm sure. Here's the thing about LeBron he's going to come back and they're still going to be good. They're probably going to make a little surge. If they make it out of the play in, I mean, the Lakers could be a force in the playoffs if they when you, if yeah. Anthony Davis stays healthy, which I if. think he almost gets hurt every second of every game. Like, he literally goes in, he gets smacked in the face, has a nosebleed. I think whenever, like, he steps on the floor, you have to hold your breath. And just, like, in anxiety as a fan of the Lakers. Dude, I have no idea. I'm trying not to hate because he's actually good. But uh, him top 75 over Dwight Howard is just highway robbery, man. It's just highway (laughs) Highway robbery. robbery. I know everybody, it's cool to hate on Dwight Howard the last 10 years, but put some respect on Dwight Howard. He was literally the top three player in the NBA for six to eight years. Like, come on now. Don't act like we forgot. I know some of y'all weren't paying attention back then, but come on now. Dwight Howard, and I feel disrespected for Dwight Howard, but that's beside uh, the point. <laughs> Do you think you're going to be talking about Dwight Howard? <laughs> didn't, like, <laughs> didn't see the Dwight Howard coming. And that's the thing. He He's always there, and he'll block your shot. <laughs> oh, and, you, and you mentioned Anthony Davis, potential injuries. Because KD. the Lakers are good. And the Lakers are probably going to make a run in the playoffs. Not that's my prediction. Oh, and KD is another guy who uh, came back, had his debut with the Suns on the road, looked good. You know, a couple good, like I think twenty some points. Guess where his debut rebounds. on the road was? Huh? Against the Hornets. Against the Hornets, yep. and then um, they lost. Came home, <laughs> home debut. No, he didn't, up he, he didn't even make it, dude. Twisted an ankle. Was, High ankle sprain. He's out three weeks, I think it is. Three to four weeks, something like that. So know. That's like the playoffs, isn't it? Or I mean, it, that's it. I don't think he's supposed to be back till about the playoffs. I mean, he was nasty when he was in. Is this is this this got to be a concern, man? Yeah, here's my thing. I think Kevin Durant wears low tops. And uh, every time I wear low tops, I roll my ankle. Just wear high he, tops. Just wear high tops. I mean, it's just like the, the he slipped. He caught like a slick spot or something. I don't know. It looked like, I don't know Either what way, happened, his ankle went under thing, him. You got to wear the protection. You see what Steph Curry runs around in every game? Oh, Steph Curry braces. has on two. His ankles 
are locked. <laughs> yeah, they're full braces. He's got braces over the um, socks and the high tops. I well, mean, and it's like, this is something I said last year. Like, I I said this last year when he got injured with the Nets and everybody worried about the Nets being a threat. And I was like, just wait, KD's going to get hurt. And he gets hurt. It's He's always getting injured. This has got to be something where, like, at this point, burn me once. Shame on me. Burn me twice. No, but Shame he's, on you, Burmy. Three times like this is a thing. It's a thing happening. But it's just unfortunate because he is that good. He, Kevin Durant, when healthy, is, I'm going to say it, he's the second best player in the NBA behind Giannis. No doubt. But uh, He's unstoppable on offense and defensively. You really can't do much around him. Dude, Giannis is clearly the best player, right? I think Giannis is, but I think Giannis has just not had the Just because LeBron best. is not as perky as he used to be. Well, but. I think Giannis and the Bucks are having a bit of a down year. Like, I think Embiid has probably been one of the better players of the year. And too inconsistent. Giannis is the consistently best is um, the thing. Because Giannis, dude will get hurt and then come right back out of the tunnel and dunk all over you again. Well, and lead for lead for MVP right now, I know as far as like the... Jokic. Uh, is Jokic is going to be the Joker. Three in um, a row, they're not going to do it. Th- that would be wild. Getting three in a, in a row, I was stunned when he got two in a row just because the MVP seems at this point like... It seems like, man, you can give the MVP every year to 10 to 12 dudes, and it's really just sort of trying to give everybody a turn. Like, I don't... Well, it's a, it's a thing. You're it, building stars for the future it, and, like, stuff like that. And we talk about... Like, I understand, like, the MVP for the players is a big deal. It means a lot to them. But, like, I think the fans and I think the media and stuff, I think there's, like, too much onus on the MVP and, like, that, like... The MVP discussion and like I'm like bro, anybody could every night is a new MVP. You know what I mean? Every night somebody's having a 40 point game, a 50 point game. Somebody's going crazy because they set this record or did this, and like every night you're gonna have a new MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a dude that's on a like Damian Lillard 10 day I mean, contract. But it's about your team being consistently good too. And since Jokic has taken his game to this next level the last few years, the Nuggets have consistently been. Top five in the West, you know the Nuggets. Well, and, the Nuggets sucked until Jokic took it to this MVP level, and that's fair. And I, well, and he, I think and he gets numbers. I think Jokic last year that suffered the getting back to back somewhat of a result of Jamal Murray getting injured. So like that bat, like that season last year, a lot of that with team doing what they did, get into the playoffs and stuff, is on Jokic. Mm-hmm. Whereas like. This year, Jamal Murray's been healthy. Like it's not, and it's just not just him. him. They got Aaron Gordon now. Michael, yeah, they got that's like a Michael good. That's a Port, good. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Who actually got a little scuffle with somebody last night, mm-hmm. the other night. But uh, but yeah, it's love a scuffle. There's been a lot of scuffles. And Trey Young got thrown to the ground by Marcus Smart last night. Like there's been endless scuffles. I think Trey Young deserves that though. He had it coming. Hey. Leave my guy alone. This is just years of had it coming. It's nothing in particular. <laughs> it's fine. He does talk a lot. And Marcus Smart seems like a and guy. And Marcus Smart probably is a little bit he's of probably a... Got a... He's probably got a, a trigger finger on getting in scuffles. Yeah, sh- a short fuse, if <laughs> a you short will. Fuse. <laughs> um, Not surprised Marcus Smart in a scuffle. <laughs> so, but yeah, a lot of scuffles. But yeah, I think that I think the, the Nuggets are a good team in general. But yeah, Jokic right now, MVP lead. Um, last thing in the MV, uh, NBA, I think the really talk would be the ya the job ja Morant uh situation going on in Memphis where on ja, a lighter note Damian Lillard seventy one points as well oh my second time God, this year seventy burger seventy he had fifty at halftime greatest scorer in the NBA currently Damian Lillard ah uh, scorer 
Not player, scorer. Is, but, but when healthy, it's KD, bro. But it, that's the thing about Kevin Durant. What did we say earlier about the combine, Zach? We're what? testing for best ability is availability. And, I mean, Damian Lillard, give him his flowers, dude. Set, clearly second best shooter ever. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. So. Dude is insane. And dude is so swaggy, bro. So that's the thing about Damian Lillard. He is cool. Da- everybody loves Damian Lillard. No one dislikes Damian Lillard. Because everybody respects Damian Lillard, and the funny part to me is he came into the league as a dunker. Mm-hmm. He was a six foot tall, explosive point guard out of Weber State who dunked the ball. He did a dunk contest early in his career. He did well. I mean, he had a high dunk rating on two K, but he has literally changed well, his game after that step back in Paul George's face in the Western Conference semis or whatever. Yeah, and uh, or first round said bye bye, or I think it was the first round actually. Yeah, it was first, and round. he waved him off, dude. Oh my goodness! Oh my! And then the memes—he got picked up and he just mean mugged while everybody's cheering. He's just like, "Of course I did that." And he's I'm that so, dude. He's so and he's confident. A rapper. I did see an Instagram video where uh, he was talking with—I uh, think it was like on the on on Andre Iguodala's podcast uh, with—I can't remember who the other guy on the podcast is—but uh, he was talking with them and he's basically saying they don't want me to win a championship. Like, no, dude. Like the no, word, dude. He's like, they don't want me to do it because I think it's purely just based on the fact like he will let the world know he did not leave. He did not bring anybody here. If he wins a championship. But he's going to have to bring the somebody there to win. He can't do it literally. That's fair. But like, do it literally you know what I'm saying? He, he's, it would be probably him and one other dude. If they do it, like it's going to be them. No, that's great. And Just so, find the other dude. It's not another guard. You don't need another guard. You so, have You have one of the best guards in the league. Get this man a dominant three, four, or five, or a, just, I don't know. I mean, Nurkic is okay, but it's not. Nurkic ain't that good. You know what's hilarious? Nurkic was traded for Jokic. <laughs> so, uh, a little confusion there. Imagine uh, Nikola Jokic and Damian Lillard in its current iteration. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Um. So, yeah, I, I think Dame. We all love Damian Lillard. David. But y'all, Moran, he's wildin', dude. He's, Did, well, and I don't, I don't want to get out here and pile on with like all the what like. I think y'all did the right maneuver as far as stepping away and trying to figure out what's going on. He didn't step away. He got suspended indefinitely. He got suspended for two games. No, they changed it to indefinitely. It's too indefinitely. But that being said, he came out before that even that that like report came out. He came out and said he was going to step away and put that out on his social media and shut down all his social medias. And uh, that's not his decision. That's his agent's decision. I feel like you're giving him too much credit here. I mean, and the NBA was about to suspend him for 50 games because there's an investigation. You cannot bring a gun on a team plane, and or, it was on the road. Yeah, and he somehow had a gun on the road, and he because the problem is at home in Memphis. I mean, it is what it is. You're going home. You're doing your stupid. But you boy still stuff can't bring. You still can't bring it home. The lot like bringing lock. But you could go to your house there. and then get your gun, yeah. put it in your car versus. You literally put your gun in your bag, and it went on a team plane. So you're taking guns on planes, and it's undocumented. It's not checked. Well, and yet and again, we so that's an automatic but, fifty. But yet again, we don't know if Javarant brought that gun with him. Like he was in the club. I mean, but that's with not a even, gun with yeah. people. Like those people didn't come on the plane. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I mean, to I insinuate he brought, like, and that's why there's an investigation pending, and that's why it's an indefinite and not just automatic 50 games is because the NBA can't exactly be like, oh, it was in his bag in the locker room, you know? Like, they can't just say that. So, I mean, I understand that. That's why I was, but I'm just explaining yeah. the stipulations of that is the story behind the investigation is if it is his gun registered to him, which, I mean, Hopefully it's he would register his guns that he has, but uh, it's just the likelihoods is you probably brought it yourself. It's not like someone drove up there with your gun and gave it to you, unless it was like in your car that no, they're driving no, for you. Yet again, if he there's a lot of speculation. He was not yet again. The gun was not at the stadium. The gun was at a club. He was that was the only time he was videoed with a gun was on Instagram. Live but it's not even about. It has nothing to do with the stadium. So, it has to do with the team playing and how he got to where he was. So if he brought that with him, if he brought it yet again, if his his friends are coming to the game, his friends flew to the game. They didn't fly on the team flight. There's not that. insinuation. I get that. So there's potential where that, and that is why yet again he is only indefinitely suspended. But I do also think John's, how try hard is it to just flash your gun on Instagram? <laughs> I mean he's he's got caught up in a different a big lifestyle like and i don't know if it's there was there was definitely discussion about like is it a, a situation with like because memphis is known to have a big rap culture and uh you know is the is is definitely not exactly the safest of uh cities in america so there is some some insinuation around that being a potential of like him getting caught up with some of that stuff um but you never know what's happening but it is i mean just hope that to see he, especially like you said, we talked about uh, Nick Claxton being a South Carolina kid. John ja, ja Morant's a South Carolina kid. And like we, you want to see him get so back on the right speaking of the track, third, the third one, Zion, I saw a stat. Zion has averaged 28.5 games played per year since he's debuted per season. KD situation. No, Kevin Durant is just recently, <laughs> since he torn his Achilles, this is a thing. Zion's out the gate not playing basketball. We talked about it was his prime that college year at Duke. Was it the was it those years in high school where he his was body a was just perfect? Viral he, phenomenon. He legitimately got fat his first couple years. And the thing is, when you're when you're big like this, it takes a lot of work to stay skinny. And the problem is is like young athletes, you bail yourself out because you eat whatever you want, but mm -hmm. you're burning so many calories being active that it really doesn't matter. And, and your metabolism's at the highest point right and there. You hit your early 20s, man, it slows down a tad, man. It's well, like, I'll you gotta tell you about it. <laughs> you got to start doing things right, which is a lot harder when you have gotten by forever being a freak athlete eating pizza. Well, <laughs> and some of this too, like you see – he'll have times where like once somebody once the media or somebody i guess in the organization maybe says something about it like mention you know notices something like you start noticing it he'll like have that transition where he'll get back into shape you're like oh zion's coming back he'll be playing really well but then he'll hit again where it's like i guess he falls off of it the team falls off of something something uh, starts falling as fo to the wayside, and you see him start struggling again with the weight and struggling again as far as being out there. And then there was also the intentional weight gain to try to get traded and or his contract. Which so, just he, getting that on there is hard to get off, you know. Yeah. In general, tell me about it. So, <laughs> I, I, 
if you, if I was like six inches taller, I'd be in Zion's same situation, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so Zion, South Carolina. South Carolina's got a lot of good players Nick out there. A lot, a lot of good players out there in the NBA, but uh, we do, you know. We're, we're hooping. Jaw gets, uh, gets everything right in uh, Hope Memphis and them can figure that out. Uh, Zach, any other NBA notes? No, and uh, speaking of South Carolina, I think it's cool to easily host the Little League World Series. Switching to baseball, if you didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Foot. Uh, <coughs> also, nice disc golf course at the same location. Yeah, and it's like yearly. And dude, that is the basketball. That's where I play basketball. And yeah, that's where, I I tore, that's where you did. Where I tore my ACL this last time. <laughs> Scene of the crime. Which is funny <laughs> because every time I drive on Haywood Road or right before the mall, I drive past the church that I tore my ACL the first time. <laughs> oh, so God. it's I'm like, there it is. That's a couple the point. spots that are just like a little bit of PTSD for you. <laughs> A lot of bit of PTSD. A lot of but, bit uh, of PTSD. But uh, I'm I'm gonna play basketball again soon. But uh, I heard this guy talk about tearing his Achilles. Um, I know we're sticking on basketball, but uh, he tore his Achilles playing basketball, and he said even when he plays, he's a little afraid of the full speed explosiveness stuff. He'll shoot around and stuff. He but there's no need for him to do full blown explosive movements out there on the court and same could be said for me yeah just go get some jumpers in hit some layup lines go home also it's like even in the game situation you ain't gotta feel like you gotta put the team on your back man put the team I, on your back. but i do feel that way. me and andy love to say it when we're playing disc golf this ain't the pro tour bud yeah step on out this ain't the pro tour. this ain't the pro tour ain't nobody paying me a paycheck to be here i'm just throwing the disc for fun so uh, well you try to respect the game daniel listen respect the rules unless the rules are stupid i hear you <laughs> i hear you um zach baseball. next baseball what you got baseball Dude, coming the pitch back. clock man uh there was a there was a clip of one Spring game strikeout and then i assume this this it was a 20 second strike so i was about to say yeah but uh i assume that's from the time that the first pitch hit the glove and then between 20 seconds, first pitch hits the glove, start the clock. Pitcher warms up, throws a second pitch on like eight seconds in. Uh, batter swings or fouls it off. And then they both get rapidly back in the box, get set. Pitcher throws the third pitch, strikes him out 20 seconds, man. So if you watch baseball, I'm thinking those, those guys literally step back, undo their gloves, undo their gloves, hit the bat off both feet, grab their crotch, blow a snot rocket, fix their jersey, step up to the line, tuck their chain back in their neck, Swing the bat three times in a circle, point it out, point it out, <laughs> put it on your back, spit a little dip on the ground, then they look at the pitcher. Call mom. And then it's a ball. And then they step back and they do it all over again. It is, yeah, no, it is ridiculous. <laughs> and like you have seen a massive change in games that like would be four hour games. And like it doesn't sound like a lot because like it's still three hours, but like changing a baseball game from four hours to three hours by purely like cutting out nothing it's an hour happening. of dead time yeah exactly it's not an hour of action it's nothing happening literally you're you're sitting there spacing out and especially with cell phones you're losing people i mean they're just gonna surf their phone if it's boring i think even day. in stadium viewing you lose you have people missing multiple pitches because like the time in between they get lost in their phone mm -hmm. and then like that whatever's in their phone has caught their attention even better than the baseball game that's Especially if you're second full, second tier up, third nosebleed. You're sitting up there, you're like, ah, you know. It's the beauty of soccer, so, man. No stoppages. No stoppages. Um, Same complaint could be we've for American seen, football. I did actually did see that uh, NC, uh, college football is adopting the same NFL rules as far as like the clock uh, running 
during uh down like during uh, first down's not gonna stop the clock. No, really. I I don't know if it's first down, but I think it's just like during. You know how like the NFL they'll continue the clock running until it gets down to the two minute warning, then they'll stop. Even and, if it's out of bounds. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like I think they're gonna be doing that in college football to try to help the, the thing pace I of love play about because the pace of play the is, clock stops with first down. First down is you gotta keep that, but like the out of bounds, I and outside of the two minute you know area, I can respect. That's good. That's a good change because it does. There's times when you're sitting there watching especially if it's a CBS broadcast and you're sitting there in like August watching a South Carolina football game. Which I would never do. In the stadium, I've done it once or twice. Oh my gosh, man. I was screaming at Gary and Brad to speed up the broadcast from in the stadium. I was like, you sons of... <laughs> do it. It was awful. So, but college football adopting that. Um, next week, not next weekend, was it two weekends? March 25th. Next weekend does actually start USL League One season, um, but Greenville Triumph USL League One season officially starts uh, on so the 25th. Me this. Answer me this. I was, I, was describing the USL, I was describing the USL League One to someone, mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's three divisions down. It's MLS... Champions League, USL League One, yep, or is there a league above USL League One? So yeah, it, no, no, it's that. It's how you described it, but technically, the MLS also has. I think the MLS has their own separate, uh, like lower like tier the Greensboro division. Swarm NBA yeah, G League like type that. thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I got so, you. but yes, it is technically considered a third tier division is it but it is it is professional relegation? it is not like it you know what they'll call things semi-professionally it is a professional soccer league so gotcha but yeah Greenville triumph back 25th uh confirmed if we have football lines or not uh, I still don't know. I do I believe Furman's grass. You might not have football lines I think game one is in is going to be in Richmond um so yeah. Oh uh, no, home game, Paladin Stadium. So twenty fifth, we will figure out do we have football lines or not football lines. It's a big um, deal. It is gonna dude, I will genuinely if we if we walk up and there's football lines out there, I'm gonna have to hold my breath for a second. Just Shaking shake my, SMH. Shake my head. Big dude. SMH there. SMH. I'm just letting you know, Zach, as we get out of here before we leave, we're watching the FPO division uh final day at Waco. That is a good little crowd out there behind the lead card. And it's like probably 10 o'clock. Little there. Baylor? Little Waco? Little, uh, Baylor Waco? Little Chip and Joanna yeah. Gaines? Waco? Um, it's actually really close. I think it's like right or like right near the Baylor football stadium. You so. ever been to Texas? I've not been to Texas before. I haven't either. Be a cool trip. I would imagine there'd be more horses. I'd imagine there'd be a lot of tumbleweeds. 